birthday happy birthday america oh america you <laughs> tragically hip son of a bitch uh we have <laughs> 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 i don't know where that came from but I... um did you always did your family always go all out for fourth of july we never no, really we did never, we didn't do anything I mean, we we would maybe go to the river sometimes and have a barbecue, but I mean, we did that anyways. We did that for fun. Um. Well, you know what? We we maybe. I don't remember us ever doing anything, anything like anything like, like planning, that. right? Like if you did something, it was just on. The, oh yeah, we're just gonna go cook out, right? Or not even that. We didn't even do that. Not but, even like your uncle and aunt from Houston. They're like, no, come over. Well, the thing is. Um, uh, like a couple days before July 4th, is I have two aunts, um, my mom's two sisters, both their birthdays are on the same day. And it's a couple days before July 4th. And then my uncle's birthday is a, a few days before that. So I think we always just celebrated their birthdays. And then once we were done with that, we didn't really do anything for July 4th. That's cool. Until um, August, because we have a lot of people in our family with August birthdays. Yeah, I always remember it. It was my it's my great it was my great grandmother's birthday, my mom's grandma, my mom's mom's mom. Yeah. And then one of my mom's cousin's birthday. And uh I'll never forget that. <laughs> I I never forget that because the last time I saw him, do you remember there used to be an Albertsons right there on Fredericksburg and Babcock? Yeah. Behind now the, it's like behind a, the donut shop. Yeah, now it's a kitchen, whatever. Or, Good Goodwill or something. Well, or, it's the kitchen supply store. Mm. Yes. And sorry. I went in there. I don't know why I was even going in there. I don't even know why I was on that side of town. Mm. But I went in there and I saw him. His name is A.B. Jr. A lot of mysteries. He's like, it's my birthday. I'm drunk. <laughs> we, um, I think we were like overprotected. So like we never had fireworks around us. Really? We didn't have. They didn't buy us. My mom wouldn't buy us fireworks. I'm like surprised. She thought, she thought we were gonna get kidnapped and kidnapped. Yeah, dude. We because all the fucking talk shows about kidnapping kids in the '80s. <laughs> so she had us. She had us do those. Um, her work, her AT and T or Southwestern Bell, whoever she worked for at the time, they had her do those things where, we, you know, we go in and we take a picture. Like we're gonna I remember that you could buy an ID. Remember, you could get your and fingerprints. You had to buy get your an ID. Fingerprints on it. Yeah, yeah, and it was basically like just waiting for us to get kidnapped. <laughs> so she had that fucking an index card with our information on it. You know, I mean, they my parents were strict with us, but they weren't that strict. I mean, we couldn't like walk, we couldn't cross the street, and even in our own street. Although I, I will say there wasn't where we grew up, there wasn't really any other kids. My best friend, the reason he was my best friend growing up, because he was the only person my age that lived on our street. I could, I had neighbors, I had a neighbor on my left and, a, and neighbors across the street. And they had kids my age, so I would play with them. 
and then the ones across the street moved 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 to another part of town and then um my best friend ended up living one two three about five blocks away and i would just my mom would let me walk to his house i mean we were always playing in the street see we couldn't do that they would let us walk to the elementary school which was right down the street they would let us do that sometimes um but you know as we got older yeah i would have friends that are like they would ride their bikes to our house and I'm like, where do you live? And I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I didn't even know where they lived. They would tell me, I'm like, I don't even know where that's at. And they would ride their bikes and like, spit, like, like there were some kids in our neighborhood, like all summer long, they were never at home. They were always just driving around the neighborhood. I, I, I was also like a magnet for trouble. <laughs> like, I mean, I was just, like I set the yard on fire, the front yard. I set our kitchen table on fire, like, um... I, my, the, the first time someone put a slingshot in my hand, I busted out my neighbor's drive uh, <laughs> car window. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah, man. Like I was. Well, you were the. I baby. wasn't a bad kid. You were the baby. Yeah, I wasn't a bad kid. It's just like I made the worst fucking decisions, and then for some reason, other kids just always wanted to fight me. I think because I was I was just so fucking tall. Because you're bigger than yeah most kids. And um, I was always like I was always. And it was only in elementary. Like, all the older kids wanted to fight me. And There I was a couple up, of guys in my elementary school, like, they, they would want to fight because, yeah, they were tall. They, I don't know why. They were taller than everybody. See, I was taller than everybody in my grade. So and the then older kids the best part, the best part was we had one guy. His name was Dustin. He was always taller than everybody, so he was kind of like the king guy. And then in fourth grade, another guy came that was as big as him, and it was a big old fight. It was the greatest thing. <laughs> his name like, was Justin. His name was Victor. Oh. His name was Victor, and he was the one everybody would be like, man, Victor, he just stares at everybody when they're changing in the gym room. Like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, and then later what? on, later on, like, almost, we, almost did before. Did every school have that dude? I guess so. We had, we had a dude that. I mean, there's nothing but being curious. Like, but. you know, I, I, uh, we, we just had those kids that we knew they were going to be gay. You like, know. Even back then, like, we knew. There's one person I knew. And there was one guy in our school, and then I remember in fourth grade, um, our classroom was was away from the school, like, and it was it wasn't a portable, because our, our elementary school used to be a middle school. So the gymnasium. Mark Twain. No, 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 Hawthorne. Oh, the elementary school. Yeah, it used to be a middle school. So they had showers and locker rooms for women and men. In elementary, oof. But I mean, because it used to be a yeah, a middle school. So when they turned into an elementary school, they turned the locker room and the shower room into a. Uh, classrooms. What? And they shut them off. Well, I mean, we're not dressing out. We're kids. But how was that even into a classroom? Like they tore everything out? Yeah. Like they tore the benches and the lockers out? Yep. They tore everything out. Um, like, and I remember we, we, the only restroom we had, to, we could use was the one in the, in the gymnasium because the school was too far away. So one of the kids in our, the kid that I'm t- talking about, he went into the bathroom and he stayed in there too long and they sent one of us in there to get him. I don't remember who it was, but Apparently, he had his dick in a hole in the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, why is it, what, so that's the guy you thought he was going to be gay? Yeah, everybody was like, I don't, I don't want to say his name, but everybody was like, that dude's gay, dude. He's, it's a, he's just gay. Well, he's this guy's gay. name was Victor, and I mean, I don't know if he was gay, but he got, like, right before we graduated, he got crazy. His parents owned a bar, so he started working at the bar, and then he started selling weed when we were, like, 16, 7 years old. And um, and then he had a little car, and he used to he had this little car 
It was like a little Chevelle, like a little, two, what are those? They were Chevy cars. They were tiny, but they were only two doors, and they were like hatchback. The hatchback? Yeah. Like the Cujo car? Yeah, exactly. And he would drive around in that, and he was always stoned, and he had this old man with him all the time. And I remember I was walking. Yeah, it was. I'm telling you, dude. And I was with some friends. We were hanging out at one guy's house that was close to our high school in Formosa, and Formosa and Pleasanton. Right. And we were walking back from school because we were doing something with the band, and we were walking. We we're yeah, we were at school, and then we we're gonna walk to our friend's house, and then walk to another friend's house. Well, we were all walking down the street, and he drove by, and one of the guys that I was with, this tall white guy, um, Ben, he yelled something out at him. And then we on. and then we were walking right. We were walking and walking, and we were almost to that guy's house. And here comes Victor in that little fucking car, and he pulls up to me. And I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Because I, I I knew him. I hadn't known him since like elementary school. Right. And he's like, "Who fucking said something?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> he talked like he goes, "Somebody said something." I was like, "Dude, I go, we're just being name. stupid. We're just walking around." And he put a fucking shotgun in my chest. He oh, goes, "Like man. you better tell them." You better tell them if they say I'm gonna fucking. I was like, dude, nobody said. I'm like, get, I'm like, you have like, get that out of my my chest, dude. And I could t- I could see in his eyes, his eyes were all red. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, well, um, <laughs> that was the last time I saw that guy. That guy that I was talking about. Um, we ended up. I ended up occasionally running into people from elementary throughout, like, because I went to summer school because I was going to graduate early, mm-hmm. and other schools I went to. And when we got out of high school, I still ran into a few people. And one girl, she was like, you remember? Fuck it. His name was Solomon. She's like, you remember Solomon? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I saw him the other day. She's like, I took a picture with him. Oh, this is during MySpace days. And she showed me a picture, and that dude was flaming. And she was like, we always knew, right? <laughs> and I what, was like, yeah. What, so. what was the Facebook time? What time would that be? Facebook? I'm not Facebook. What was MySpace time? 2005 and six. I feel like it was already there. We stopped. When did you stop working at Borders? Like I started working at Borders in '99, and I feel like stop working at Borders. Yeah, I stopped in '99, and I feel like it was already a thing then. No, so like 2000 then. It was 2000. I remember. I remember going out to clubs in 2005, 2004, and there were DJs at clubs, and they were like, "Follow me on MySpace," and I was like, "What the fuck is MySpace?" And so I joined it, and that's. I think it almost went into like 2003 as well. Probably. I, I may have caught and on I think it until late, Facebook showed up, right? And then I want to say like 2009 is when Facebook showed up. Was it? Well, for me anyway. Maybe, no, yeah, because Facebook before was just for college students. When did I work at USAA? I worked then, at USAA uh, in 2004, and I feel that it was already, <clears throat> Facebook was already a thing then. It may have been, but it was only at first. It was only for college students, it was right? Not for right, the and at at MIT. And then, um, I want to say, twenty twelve is probably when I got on Instagram. MySpace was, was too much work for me. Like you really had to commit to MySpace. I learned how to code. Yeah, that's what people like. People was like, we had us, we had us over here doing HTML. Yeah, I learned how to do HTML and embed images and. Make them automatically and music. play. And, yeah, I figured out how to do that. That's why you that. see all those memes. Like somebody would be like, oh, I wish you could have your Instagram where it would play music. So you no. Like there's already people who don't even know that MySpace <laughs> ever existed. Um, uh-huh. No, but I was saying when I was talking earlier, like I feel, I feel like we, maybe we were the last, we are the last generation 
where when we were young, like people, how can I say this? Like we were watching an interview with the vampire the other day with the girls, right? And uh-huh. he talks about at the beginning. He goes, I was only in 1899. I was 24 years. I was only 24 years old. But at that time, I was a man. Like I had a plantation. He goes, That's a, that back then, that long ago, at 24 years old, you were already a man. And when I think about it, when, when my dad was 24 years old, he already had me. And then he was already going to start having my brother and my sister. He, already, he was already working. He already had a house. I feel like our generation is the last generation where, like, it wasn't that we weren't kids for too long. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, I mean, I felt like I was a kid, but I, like, you know, when I think about it, I was like, this guy was running or driving around in a car when we were 16, 17 years old. I, he had a fucking shotgun. He was selling weed. I think we were the... I think we were on the like, cusp. A lot of the people born in the 70s and very early 80s were, like, the lazy generation. We had nothing pressing on us like a war to go to or or if you were a woman your spouse was now going to war and you had to raise the kids and get a job we had not we hadn't have a we didn't have a draft anymore we didn't have anything like that pressing against us so because of that and uh we had the tv generate we were tv we were in the 80s the 80s was you know um what do you call it materialistic excess tv took off and kind of turned into what it is today but we were lazy we just watched tv absorbed all this shit we weren't like you know I, i'm out of i'm out of high school i gotta get married and you know yeah that's how i feel like I when i was in, when i was in like when i was a senior i felt like everybody I'm like everybody's like in a fucking hurry to grow up like, uh, so people I, had, like, I gotta go get my clothes out of the dry cleaner i'm like what are you talking I had about people like, like my dad in, talks like that i had people like that in high school that i was like man y'all Y'all act so much like adults. Yeah, I got a job. I'm going to get a credit card. I'm like, like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're girls with, they dress like Angela Bauer from Who's the Boss with like fucking shoulder pads. And they had like like business suits that they would wear to school. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all wearing? Like, I don't know. Well, that that was just me on the outside looking in. Like, what the hell's wrong with y'all? Yeah, because I mean, I didn't feel like a fucking adult when I was 18 years old. Um, I wanted to grow up fast. I like, you know, I wanted to drive. I wanted to drive to the prom. I wanted to do this and that. My parents were like, you need to slow your roll, buddy. Um, I mean, the other thing too is, when did you start driving? Uh, when did I start? Were you driving, driving in high school? When I was sixteen, yeah, I drove to high school. My my, the end of my junior year and my senior year, I drove. That's another thing too. Like, I didn't get a car until I was in when I was a senior, and it wasn't even my car. It was a car that my dad bought my mom. Uh, my car, my car wasn't my car. It was okay. No, I'm I think my mom just had another car that she bought for me to drive. But I, like, if I would ever go like my car, she's like, "That's not your car. That's, that's your my car. car." Yeah, you didn't pay for it. You don't yeah. even pay for insurance. <laughs> um, but it was like a '84 Volvo that was a tank, and like some girl at school hit me, and it it did nothing to my car, and it like destroyed her car. <laughs> With that car, that the. Because my dad, my dad, Willie, I have two dads. I haven't talked about this before. I have two, two dads. dads. I have my dad that born to me, and then I have my dad, my step, my dad that raised me, my mom's husband. Um, he had a shop with his brothers, and they wouldn't buy new cars because they had a shop and they could fix everything. They would go to pick and pull and get cars that didn't have a lot of damage, and they would just fix the motor, and they would uh, get them for cheap. 
So the one, 54, 55. Yeah, so one of the first cars I had, it was a... It was one a, piece at a time. It was like a 79 Oldsmobile Delta 88, and that car was a fucking tank. Damn. That car was a tank. And uh, that's the car I got in an accident with. And the other car, uh, that's why I, when I got out of the car after the accident, I thought the other two people were dead. Oh, uh, no, the, the car I bought is when I met you. I had the, the Buick Regal. That red one, right? Yeah, I, did. I fucking love that car. That was a smooth car. It's, it drove smooth. Yeah, it, you could like lie down on it. <laughs> that's what, dude. I used, to cl- I used to climb from the back to the front like easy in that car. I remember everybody's like, you could drive, you could drive. And I was like, I don't want to fucking drive. And it's because everybody would just lay down and crash the fuck out. Uh, I missed that car. And then, uh, yeah, but I mean, like I said, I, th- I think I also, I also feel like we're the last generation where we had no technology. And then we learned, to, to, we were at the beginning of all this technology. Like we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers for a long time. We didn't have internet for a long time. But then we came, but then we also... We were old enough at the time that it all came in to be pretty proficient and all those things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still think it works sometimes. There, I'm like, there's I'm that. Like, and how I, do you not know how to work a computer? There's that. And I think our generation, too, uh, we took hobbies and turned them into careers. Right. Like skateboarding, X Games. Writing about TV, uh, writing yeah, about movies. Playing video games. Right. Making video games. Um, and I mean, I think that there's people that do that now. Like, they create, they they just have an idea for an app, and they think up the app, and they get people it make money on Twitch because people watch them play video games. Oh, that's I crazy. I, I don't. I have a buddy. I don't know if he makes money, but he just kept he kept telling me to watch him on on Twitch, and I finally, for some reason, it was working crazy on my phone. So I finally got a tablet. And uh, it works great on there. And I was like, cool. And he kept sending me the alerts. Like, Please watch me on Twitch. Watch me on Twitch. And, and now, it's just him playing a video game. And it's, you can see the video game. And then you can actually see his face next to it. And I was like, uh, I don't understand what I'm watching. Like, and he's like, well, it's just me playing. And I was like, well, yeah, that's boring. <laughs> and I was like, plus, I can't tell what's going on in the video game. Because it's, it's like Super Smash Brothers or something. And I can't tell which characters what and who's doing what. Yeah, now there's... Another thing is, I can't think of. I can't. I think it's Discord because there's Twitch and there's Discord. Oh. But the Discord, like that podcast I listened to, that uh, wait, they, it's already finished, but it was Beyond Yacht Rock. They have like listening parties. Like you'll sign into it, uh-huh. and this one guy would just play records, and everybody just talks about what they're playing and listening and listening to. The only weird thing about it is you can only listen to it on your phone. You know how most stuff you can like stream. Right. To the to your Bluetooth speaker, this one doesn't do it. Like you have to listen to it to your phone, on your earphones, or off the speaker off your phone, which is a little weird. Hmm. Okay. So, but anyway, fortunately, we always had firecrackers. Like we, I'm telling you, I'm surprised uh, we have fucking hands. We have fucking hands because we would break off, especially in New Year's, we would break off the bottle rockets and shoot them <laughs> down the street at each other. Dude. We would break off the bottle rockets and throw them at each other. One time, I threw it at my cousin and some markers, and it blew a big old hole in his shirt. We, uh, for New Year's, we were in church. <laughs> oh, my God. In the Spanish church at midnight. What? what why? Dude, we, we were always in fucking church. Sorry, I shouldn't say it like that, but we were always in church. We were in church on Sundays. Um, I get Christmas going to church. I get that. I think Catholic, but when, my, gran- my grandmother and her brothers and her sisters, they started, they founded, that didn't start, they founded the... Uh, one of the first Spanish-speaking churches here in town. 
Um, and so we were always, always there. But it was in Spanish, and they didn't teach me Spanish, so I don't know what the hell was going on. So your grandma was like my grandma, right? Like y'all had, they had that church that was in Spanish, but they would also go to Baptist Temple. My grandma uh, would go to both, which no, I never understood. my grandma didn't go to Baptist Temple. She stayed at hers. Your mom we went to, went to that, other, that other church because my mom realized we don't understand what's being said. Okay, um, so she wanted But, to I mean, go. we were there. We were handing out government cheese. I remember that to poor people at my, at my grandma's church. Was it a Baptist church or was yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, my grandma's was something different. I think it was a Pentecostal. We were. And then she was part of, like, the planning committee. So we were there. We were there I think we were there all the time. But the thing was, um, like I said, her brothers and her sisters founded that with her. So some of their families were there. So, like, my cousins were there. So we would play with them, but there. then we had to sit in church and not look at each other because we'd start laughing or whatever. We used to have to go help my grandma clean the church. Uh, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, I remember on we would be in church on New Year's Eve, and you could hear everything going off on t- outside, and I was like, man, hurry up and end. Like, I want to see some of this. Oh, for the firecrackers? And then we'd go outside, and they're going off at the church. I mean, in the church parking lot. Like, and we never went anywhere to watch firecrackers. Like, like we burnt our own firecrackers. Whack. The only first time I ever saw a Fourth of July fireworks show it was we happened to be on vacation and we were in Las Vegas, <sighs> Las Vegas on Fourth of no. July when I was like eight years old. And I was, that was the first time I had ever seen like a Fourth of July fireworks. I mean, I see it like in, in not even like New Year's for the longest time. I had never seen. I hadn't. We would never go downtown for New Year's. We'd blow up the neighborhood. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even light a firecracker until I was like nineteen or twenty. Dude, we were little. I didn't, I never even, I could I knew what firecrackers were, but I never I'd never even touched one. Dude, we were little. Even our neighbor, his uh-huh. parents were from Mexico, so they would he would come back on New Year's with Mexican firecrackers. I don't know. And I'm telling you, one Man, time we sinners. one time we we lit like my be, uh, my friend John and my best friend John in the back of his house for the longest time. They just had like a stump from a tree. I don't know why they never pulled it out. We lit that on fire. We lit it on fire in the backyard. Like it was, uh, <laughs> like I thought, I was like, I didn't need it. firecrackers. I was like, we're going to burn my I burned my front yard down <laughs> and my kitchen table. So I found other ways. They my- used to sell things that you could, I don't, I'm telling you, they used to sell stuff. Did you ever see those firecrackers where it, the firecracker was in the middle and at the ends there was strings and you would pull it and it would pop? No. We would tie those to chairs. So when people opened the chair, it would pop on the inside. But they also used to sell something that you could connect to your car. And when you would start your car, you would connect it to the starter and it would pop underneath your hood. Dude. I'm telling you, Man. dangerous. America's dangerous. I'm glad I'm in church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we just, we just never had fire. I mean, maybe, maybe my brother did. I'm not sure because he was older. But with me and my, little, and my sister, it was like we were going to die. And, Blow ourselves up and get kidnapped by cultists and my mom just... my mom now had my mom now is more paranoid with my kids I think than she was with us I mean they always kept us I mean we were always with my parents like they never let us wander off ourselves although when we went to fucking Las Vegas now I think about it they they hired a, a babysitter to watch us some stranger and in the hotel which is not there anymore it was called oh. the paddle wheel. They, you, of course, because kids can't walk into the casino, mm. they had like a little Chuck E. Cheese area for kids, and they left us in there by ourselves, me and my brother. Man, I'll, I'll tell you this, too. 
we've we went to Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz for like other kids' parties. Right. We never had parties. We never had parties at McDonald's. We went to parties at McDonald's for other people's kids. And if we went to Showbiz or Chuck E. Cheese, we never fucking got money to put them in video games. Yeah, at I don't all. Know. I don't think we ever had. We don't. I, we never had. The only reason I would go to start trucking, start going to Chuck E. Cheese is because, my, like I said, my parents were divorced. My dad would take me there when he would pick me oh. up sometimes. Sometimes he didn't have a lot of time. So he's like, oh, oh let's just go to Chuck E. Cheese. We'll have lunch, and then let me take you back home. Sometimes my dad would pick me up. We would go watch a movie, and then we would, that's, that's why my love of movies comes from my dad, too. We'd go watch a movie, and then he would take me back home. Oh, no. We, uh, we never got money. We, got nev- we never got money to put in video games. Pinball games. Oh yeah, no. Um, the the vending machine, not the vending machines, the little coin operated things at grocery stores. We get bubble gum. Yeah, my my dad Willie that I grew up with, he wouldn't give us even a penny to put in a dime. Yeah, machine. We, we got yelled at just for even mentioning it because it was. But it was, when I would go with my dad money. Sam and my grandparents, because oh poor Mark, he's his parents are divorced. It was like oh, king shit. for the day. That's where we went to Chuck E. Cheese and like I was telling my brother the other day, I was like, I was like, man. Uh, there was a commercial for that video game called Outrun. You remember that video yeah. game? I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, I can't even imagine how many fucking quarters we pumped into this machine. I uh, there was a. T- <laughs> we used to spend all day Saturday at the no, mall at I, the fucking arcade. In middle school, it ended up being I would skip lunch just so I would have I could keep the money. Yeah, and then I would go play. I used Ro- to do that to buy records. I would play RoboCop the video game at the corner store in Shinobi. That's another thing. Yeah, like it's yeah. stop and go. They would have Street Fighter. And Akari Warriors. Right. Was playing that shit. And Contra. Uh, that's how I was saying, playing man. that. I think, I think we got the best. I think we got the shit in and the stick of a lot of stuff, but I think at the same time, I think it's just not the same. Like nowadays, kids kids can get whatever they want, whenever they want. They can play every fucking Nintendo game ever made. Any fucking Nintendo game. They can download game. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... It's good and bad. Uh, I like I like my childhood. I'm not saying their childhood's worse or bad, but yeah, I think we. Yeah, I, 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 think I like I like mine. Mine was, was fun. good. I had a blast. But yeah, Fourth of July, like it was excuse to barbecue, but we were probably gonna barbecue anyway. See, we never even barbecued. Really? Nope. So y'all did absolutely nothing. Uh, I mean, we had birthday get-togethers and we get together. Did you have a lot of family here in town that you hung out with a lot? Yeah, my aunt. Um. We, oh, I mean, for the longest time, I was the baby out of all the grandkids. And then my my uncle and my aunt started having kids. Oh, that was like an explosion. Of and that, but that was in the 80s, like 84 and on. Um, so I remember we, would, we were just always together with each other. Like, we got together to watch Motown's 25th anniversary <laughs> when Michael Jackson Michael did Jackson, the, the, the moonwalk. moonwalk. We got together to watch the making of Thriller on cable. Um, when a movie would come out, we'd go to my aunt's house because she had cable. <laughs> we watched Cujo and Aliens and yeah, the my, thing. I remember we. I remember we'd go over there for that. My dad Willie's brother lived behind us, and he had. He was the one. He had. He always had a pool. He had a fucking. He had the satellite dish before anybody had a satellite dish. And, yeah, uh, I mean, but yeah, we went over there because they were the only ones that had a VCR, and my aunt recorded Thriller. That's how we watched it. I wasn't. I didn't have anything lacking. I mean, we just did different stuff. Uh, and we would always ask my dad, like, how come we don't have any of that stuff? He's like, you think all that shit's paid for? <laughs> <laughs> and no, my, my cousin, she, she was an only child. She was the daughter of my aunt uh, that had cable. She would record movies and stuff, and then we'd borrow them from her. And that's, how, that's how I would see other things, like 
we saw this. My my brother and I still remember this. There was this comedy show with uh, Robert Townsend, You're Marshall Warfield, uh, Barry Sobel. That's the guy that was on two two seven, right? Yeah, and the jokes were so adult and inappropriate that I didn't get. Them That's as what a I'm kid. saying. Like half that shit. There used to be. Remember that show? It wasn't Gallagher. Was it called Gallagher? I'm gonna have to look it up. This was when my uncle. He the had comedian. Show- no, no, no. <sighs> Oh, it was Gallagher's. Gallagher's, remember? Yeah. That shit was on Showtime. We used to watch that, and that shit was nasty. Yeah. The, the, My I, uncles would be like, oh, this is great. As I got older, I would, I mean, I had watched it so many times, I had the jokes memorized. And as I got older, I was like, oh, that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they used to show shit like Last Tango in Paris on HBO. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's how we, we didn't have cable. But we were, we were able to see some things. And then we'd sometimes, uh, my aunt would always just be, when I was me by myself at home, because my brother, my sister and brother had left, um, my aunt would be like, you know, you, come, you can spend the night at the house. And this was like in the late 80s, early 90s. And I would just, I'd be in a room by myself just watching all cable, cable. like the worst shit. <laughs> and I can't, I can't remember what it was, but there was like a Showtime or HBO uh, series on Vietnam, like a mini series, and my uncle was in Vietnam. China and, Beach? No, it was on. It was on cable. China Beach was on Channel Twelve. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was pretty gritty. My uncle hated, like, and he didn't hate. He just didn't like children. And as I got older, he started talking to me more. He just couldn't be bothered. That's how my uncle yeah. was too. And it got to the point where, like, he and I would end up watching that Vietnam show, and it was fucked up shit that you know I didn't know happened. And he would tell me, like, that's true. That's not true. He goes, what they would do is... I, I remember he told me two things. He told me, like, they had this... They would make bombs out of uh, old tin cans of food. And they would hang them from trees. And there would be a trip wire on the ground. And he said, when you would trip the wire, you'd see the can fall. And you had 10 seconds to run. Or so shrapnel was just going to fly everywhere. And then he would tell me, like, when, uh, when soldiers died over there and they couldn't take them anywhere... They would, they would um, take one of their dog tags and the other one, they put the dog tag in between their, their teeth and their lip and they'd use the butt of their gun and jam it into their bone. So if they're eventually found, that's still stuck in their tooth or in their bone. Jumbo, and they would have the other one. And they could identify them. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it's crazy that you say that because I think Vietnam fucked my uncle up. I heard stories about my uncle. He... Um, my uncle, this is my mom's brother, my mom's oldest brother. He volunteered to go when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. He was in the Air Force and the Army. He was a mechanic. And we hardly ever saw him because he, him and, and then his first wife, well his, well, his only wife, they're not together. They got divorced after like 30-something years. Um, she, they met in the Army, and they got right. together, and they, were, and they always traveled. They were in the Army for a very long time. And when he finally retired and he came to work, he finally came home here to work in Kelly. He lived in Kirby for the longest time. And then he lived like close to my grandma. And then he finally bought another house close to my grandma. But we didn't see him for a long time, years and years and years. And, you know, every once in a while, like we would go to his house for like Easter because he had a really he had got a really, really nice house when we were young. He had like a two story badass house. He always had German shepherds. But anyways, he had a blue dart. <laughs> he would show us, <laughs> um, but he never talked to any. He never said anything like so. But yeah, as, my, as we got older, would not even address us. Well, it was weird. Like he's older now, 
and he's falling apart basically. He's always sick. And every time he goes into the hospital, when me and my brother show up to go see him, he starts telling us shit from Vietnam. And oh. he's like, you know, he's like, I, he goes, I knew what I was doing when I signed up with her. He goes, but I never in a million, million years would have guessed the shit that I would have to go through. He, uh, like when I was in 12, that's when he started talking to me more. And then um, he would, when they would tell me to go over to their house and spend the night, uh, my, my cousin that their kid she had already moved out of the house so it was just me by myself and they're there man and uncle and uh, occasionally he'd watch tv with me and like fucked up shit with tits everywhere and, <laughs> <laughs> and one time i like crashed out on the couch i was watching tv and he woke me up and it was dark it was nighttime and he was like hey you want to go to the movies and i was like Where? yeah i do <laughs> and I, I don't remember what time it was but i was just like what this is nuts like i'm out late <laughs> and we went to go see Young Guns too, <laughs> and then he's like, "You want to get some food?" And I was all, "They serve food right now." <laughs> like, Where am I? Yeah, like this is what happens when the sun goes down. Yeah, but he he uh, then he would he would just take me would just take me by myself. He would just be like, "Hey, let's go get sweet bread," and he'd throw me on his Harley, and I'd be like, "All right, go." Yeah, he, he didn't talk to me until I got older, but as a kid, he wouldn't even address me unless it was to get in trouble. He'll, he'll only go, my uncle will only go to the ATM at night, and he takes his dogs, and he takes his gun with him. Yeah. <laughs> my mom won't go to his house right now. Because That's old San Antonio, man. I like that. My mom won't go to his house now because he, he has to have his gun. Like this, He lives with this lady that takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And they sit down between and between the chairs. They have a gun. He has his gun out all the time. Wow. Yeah, my my uncle had guns, not in view of anything, but he showed me guns. They were in his room. So I was like, but it's oh. funny because he was also, he was a hippie. Like the no. time, sometimes <laughs> my uncle was. Sometimes we would go <laughs> like I, maybe maybe it was more influence from my aunt because they were they were a hippie generation. You know, they, he graduated high school in 1968. Yeah. Um. But, like, sometimes we'd go to their house, and they had all these people, like, fucking all these people there. Like, it was a commune. Like, people would just come, oh, yeah. Like, he was like, yeah, come stay with us. With their kids and everything. It was, cra- it was crazy. Even this other house that he had to finally get out of, he had, like, fucking five families living there with him. Mm, damn. I don't, I don't know. Happy Fourth of July, people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Um. But yeah, we haven't recorded in a while because we split We up. did two episodes the last time. Yeah, and but we, June we haven't recorded crazy. in a while. And June just got crazy. Well, we didn't record all of June. Was that in yeah. May? That was May. Because, yeah, our last, our last episode was very drunken and offensive. And it was great. It was a good time with those guys. <laughs> um, but since then, um, free Britney. Free Britney. Man, I, I was kind of telling somebody, I was like, man, I'm not even a fan of hers, but man, I'm so on her fucking side after reading. Yeah, you were game. telling me. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. It's true. Like, it is absolutely true. Look at all these men. Charlie Sheen fucking lost his mind. They didn't put him in a conservatorship. See, my thing is, like, they just denied her, denied her removal of her father from the conservatorship. But I was like, I thought all she had to do was ask. That's what you said. When this all came out, that all she had to do was ask. She just wasn't aware of it. I think it's too far gone already. I think it's too far gone, and these people have their tentacles into okay. her too hard. But then at the and same too time, many people are making money off of her. At, 
if all she had to do was ask, then how did a judge allow that to go into place? Because I think at the time, they, like I said, they've, they, at the time when she went crazy, when she shaved her head and all that, you know, all that was public and they're like, oh, of course she's crazy. And they just I kept know, it going. They said at that point, all she had to do was ask. But she wasn't aware of that. No, probably not. I would assume that. Yeah, because they're like, oh, my daddy. I think that was... But I'm whole... like, if, if, she, if they, they think she has the mental capacity to make the decision of I want to remove them, and they were like, all she had to do was ask, then why did you think that she needed someone to be put in charge of her money and over her body? I don't because, know. It's weird. Because it's, it's weird. big business. It's just fucked up, man. And I think because she never... Like on the, on the documentary, <sighs> she never really had a good... Do- I think she never, had a, she never really had a good... <laughs> relationship with her father until she got rich and the father's like oh all of a sudden like oh daddy daddy you know right. and, I, and I think when she finally realized that he wasn't in doing anything in her interest it was too late he was like happy father's day happy Brit. father's day Brit. Uh, yeah that just kind of I was just like man that's fucked up yeah and then I felt bad for her did I send you that tweet? That was the best tweet. I think I, I think I put it on Instagram. That was what? the best tweet I saw right after that. And then they fucking let go of Bill Cosby. And oh, some yeah, guy so was like, oh, we said free Britney. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's a whole other thing. Like, what is he? I mean, what is he possibly going to do? I mean, I guess he still has money. Like, what is he possibly going to do now? Die. And then Felisa was shot. Oh my God! She like opened her mouth way like she's always been very vocal and supportive about him. But, but she, she would backed, turn off comments. But she backed off real fast. She would turn off comments on her posts when she would talk. Like when he first went into jail, I, I happened to stumble on her Instagram or something, and they were just going at her for her support of him. And then I saw when he got let out, she made a post, but she turned off all the comments. But I saw they went on every other post of hers. Yeah, and she had to go, she had to go apologize to people at Howard University. I was like, damn, lady. But, I mean, let her support who she wants to fucking support. Like, just don't I mean, follow her anymore. I mean, just don't support I mean, her yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's like, I mean, she didn't know him like that. It's... I'm not saying I'm not saying that as an excuse for him, right? But I mean, if you if if you, I mean, it's hard for somebody. I mean, obviously she made a lot of money off of that show, she became famous off that show, and then right. now it's so, like, who I mean, do you believe? This guy that's never done any of that to me, and then or, or who you want to believe? What this she's women? saying is honestly what I would expect from somebody in that situation. He probably didn't do anything to her, right? She probably didn't see anything. So all she knows to say is what she knows, what her truth, the, the truth that she saw. But so what? If she supports him, let her support him. You think he wanted to do something to her? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of this. Uh, like on the <laughs> world we live in now, where everything has to be. I mean, even even this, people can turn it back on us and be like. Oh, man, y'all just love to hear yourself talk and have to express your opinion. It's the same with everybody. Yeah, I'm not saying anything we're saying is right. It's just we're just talking. Oh, yeah, I'm fucked up, and I know I am. <laughs> but <laughs> I have better taste like in music and movies, which is like, than all the rest of you. <laughs> it's like on Southside, remember? And that girl was talking to him, that girl who's married is in love with him. With Simon, he's like, did I just get me too? Oh, yeah. He's like, me too. <laughs> with your cute little self. Did I just get me too? <laughs> 
Dude, I finally saw the last episode of that, which is Southside on HBO Max. If y'all got to watch that show, y'all need to go watch it. It's hilarious. <clears throat> um, Litcoin. <laughs> yeah, that guy's like, I'm finally gonna take a vacation to going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Every time I watch that show, I find something. I find something new on it. It's hilarious. It's so good. Uh, I love that show so much. I can't wait till the next one comes out. The next season. I wonder where they're gonna put it on though, because it was on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the world's gonna come back the way it was. I don't know. So, but segueing when you were talking about when when you when you said that what? when you're like I'm not even a fan of Britney but yeah. yeah of course even though I'm not a fan of her of course yeah free Britney that uh, that brought up to me in my mind what are some songs that you think are good of good people one, even though you know even though you're not a fan of them and you right. wouldn't consider yourself a fan of them you know is there any songs that you actually like from people you're not fans of. So let me start it off because I already have it queued up. I think I have it queued up. So I'm sure people know this song. I think this is her best song. I honestly think it's her best song. I mean, and maybe because maybe I'm a little biased. Well, I mean, I think it's a good song. I'm a sucker for a good melody. It's a it's a perfect pop song. I, I think. like. A, this isn't on my list, but I like a "Slave for You." <clears throat> Only because I mean, I mean, we were at, we were working at Borders when that fucking when when her first record came out. Right. I mean, that was fucking everybody I'm wanted not, that fucking record. Um, see, there's another thing. You, if you say something, you have to be so fucking explicit about it and clarify everything when i said i'm not a fan of hers i don't hate her right hate is a strong word and there are people i hate (laughs) but her i'm I'm just yeah she's she's making her own music in her own lane and but she's just not making it for me or i mean i'm not i'm not a fan of hers this brings up another point did you watch that did you watch that pop documentary on, on netflix pop Remember that's the one with it's got T Pain on it where it talks about T Pain. Oh no 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 I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's kinda like a key. history of pop and and, and it, the first three episodes are good. After that mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to do. But they brought up a good point, like the first episode was about boys to men and about everything that boys they're to men assholes. Do. Well <laughs> but it talks about after since when they got popular Right. After they got popular what came in after that was really all the boy bands and Britney and Christina Aguilera. Oh. Uh, hmm. So let me clarify. What did you say? You said artists that we hate or artists that no, we're not just, a fan of? No, just artists. Because you said, you look, I'm not a fan of Britney. But of course, okay. I feel like free Britney. So not something that you're like, yeah, that's a good song. But I'm not, I can't, I wouldn't consider okay. myself a, a fan. But <laughs> So everybody that knows me in regards to music knows that I hate Nirvana. And I... I hate Nirvana. Okay. But I love In Bloom. Let it out. Let it out. In Bloom I thought was a good song, but the rest of it can fucking kick rocks. How do I delete this? There it is. Um, you know, that, that uh, I can't say that I'm like, there's, mm-hmm. of course, there's other bands of that time that I'm more, uh, way more of a fan of. But I can appreciate that record. To me, I can I could appreciate at that time when that record came out, how much a big change everything. You know, I thought it was new. Of course, I had never heard the Pixies. 
before I heard Nirvana, you know, when he always said he thought that was a Pixies ripoff. I, I just, I don't like any of their music except for In Blue. I like that first record, but that's about it. Here it is. And when you said that the first song, for some reason, the first song that I heard in my head was, was uh, what's the other one? Come As You Are. Oh. I mean, it's a good record. I mean, it's a good record, but, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know, it's like when Green I, Day I came out. It. It's like when it's, it's to me, it's like when Green Day came out all of a sudden, you know, yeah, I like yeah. I like it. I like it as it's a good it was a rock. It was a pop rock record. I mean, me saying I don't like it is not going to affect it in any way. Right. But what I'm saying it's is got, it's <laughs> I mean, the it obviously became popular for a reason because there were a lot of fans. Yeah, but all but what what to me it was like all of a sudden everybody wanted to, was dressing like them and everybody was you know what I mean there's those times and places where like it's like yes I can and that was a whole other thing I kind of wanted to talk to you I don't know if we'll have time to talk about it this one, but I think there's some people who can enjoy music but there's some people who enjoy music but then they make that type and genre their whole life does that make sense It's like um, <laughs> there was a meme of like kind of a thick girl on a bus and someone had taken a picture of her from behind uh-huh. and she's, she's obviously dressed up like Harley Quinn. Okay. And it said, some people just need to watch the movie and just go home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just and watch I mean, it and go home. You, you don't know, need p- to dress up like it. Part of me, like, I don't know, maybe there's a little part of me that thinks like, maybe, maybe I wish I was bold enough to like go that far. But I'm more than happy of enjoying music without having to make it my lifestyle, I guess you could say. But yeah, like this one, like when Nirvana came out, like it was a huge sea change. And then it was like, oh my God, like everybody's dressing on, everybody has long hair, but it's dressing like a fucking bum. Um, and then the same thing with Green Day. When Green Day came out, I really liked that first album, Dookie. They had another album before that. Fine. That is their second album. Yeah, like I said, okay, their first popular record. They both. But then the next thing, like it seems like when I was in high school, the next thing you know, like everybody's into punk all of a sudden. Uh, I'm like, what is happening here? Um, But yeah, I mean, that's a good record. But I mean, yeah, it's not like (laughs) to be where like, oh, that 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 record changed my life. It's like, no, I mean, it was good. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just that's the only song I like. Let me see. Band. I didn't make a list, but let me see. There's, this is another one that comes to mind. Nope. Let's see. Come on, Mark. What is it? This was their first record, and for some reason I heard this on the radio, and it just stuck in my head. And I know as soon as I type this in, you're going to be like, oh, my God. It's like I don't even know who you are. I know what you're going to type in. But do you know which song I'm going to pick? Something off the first album. I see if they even have it on here because I think I don't even think they they uh, admit that it existed that first song. Dude, it's not even on here. That's what you get, Mark. That's what you get. Let's see if it's so. In the here. band was Maroon. Ben is Maroon Five. Yeah. Let me see if it's in this Essentials. I can't even believe they don't even have this record on here. They disowned it, Mark. Man, dude, it's like it never even existed. Yep. But you know which one I'm talking about, right? No. 
uh, deep. God, how could it not be? Sometimes on iTunes, it puts it as compilation. How is it not on here? Payola. But it's that one. Uh, what is it called? How is this the most influential album? How is this even possible? That's not. Okay, we're gonna have to go to YouTube. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even buy those albums based off those covers. Whoa. Um, we're gonna have to go to YouTube. Let's see here. Dude, how did they? How do they not even acknowledge that? Rare song even exists, dude. Um, let's see here. Doing it on the fly here, folks. Doing it on the fly. Let's see here. Why are you doing that? I'm gonna get a drink. All right, pause. All right, we're back, and I found it. I guess, for some reason, I thought the first record cover was different, but it's this song. I do not like this. <laughs> when this first came out, this was 2002. I was like, hey, that's pretty, you know, it's a little bit of a jam song. But that's the only song I like from it. And it's not like I listen to it all the time, but that's the only song. Is this the one that goes, I don't want to be. No. Oh, wait, no. Oh, I do know this one. This is getting harder to breathe. Right, that's what it's called, harder to breathe. Now I don't know what they're doing. Okay, so there were a... I did notice, other than in Bloom and one other song, a lot of the other songs are like their acoustic versions. Okay. They're not versions, they're acoustic songs. Okay. For bands that really don't do acoustic stuff, I guess. So, along with Nirvana, if you know me, you know I hate this band. But I do like this song. Is it the Red Hot Chili Peppers? No. Is it uh, Stone Temple Pilots? Boo ads. Just Sorry. wait. Just just in four seconds it'll. Just play it. That's the guy from uh, from all those uh, Christopher Guest movies. How many fucking commercials you got on here, dude? Get YouTube Red or whatever. there it goes. Here it goes. You're gonna be able to skip it. Skip it. Skip it. I know this, but I'm trying to remember who it is. REM? Yeah. But this is not acoustic, is it? Oh, this is like totally like unplugged. Oh, no, I think it has some strings in there too, but... This is a good song. But I, when I heard the song, I was like, man, I love this song. And I bought the tape because I was like... Maybe the rest is like that, and no, it wasn't. Is this on automatic for the people? Yeah, and then everybody liked that stupid song. Everybody hurts. That one in the Man of the Andy Kaufman song. Oh, that movie was horrible. So, yeah, I hate REM, but I do why do you hate song. REM? Huh? Why do you think you hate REM? I just never. I, well. I did. I had their first album, like an EP or something that someone gave me, and it was okay. But then the rest of it, it was just jingly jangly, happy. 
hippie college music. <sighs> and that just wasn't my jam. Let's see. So I, I guess I could say hate this guy, but this song has just gotten into my head. And I also have to say this is probably his best song out of all of them. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Sorry, guys. They're shooting somebody outside. Just your friendly neighborhood drive-by. The Beebs. I think this is the right song, isn't it? This is like earworm song. He's just so fucking annoying, but this song is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, who is this kid? But this, I mean, he has a good voice. I can't deny it. And like I said, this is like a like everybody's losing their shit for this song. Oh, uh, okay. You haven't heard this one? How could no. you have not have heard this song? I don't think I've ever heard Justin Bieber. Like everything that's on, on like, you know how like all those TikTok, like everybody's putting it on their TikTok. Everybody's like, oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I probably have, but I just didn't know it was Justin Bieber. Fame kids. Wow. It's a dangerous thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So this next one I don't really hate, but I'm just not a fan of 50 Cent. This guy's got a face you could punch. Who? Justin Bieber. So, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of 50 Cent. And I don't even like this song for the lyrics. I like the beat, which is a Dr. Dre beat. And it's got like an intro little drama skit thing. As you do. That is uh, not Brad Belfour. That is. You also hate that guy, don't you? <laughs> what do you think is about? What do you think it is about rappers where they have to have like a little story to all this stuff now? Where they have to what? It's like they have to have a little story. Like <laughs> they have to set everything up, right? It's like a movie. They want That's to what I'm like saying. I don't think I've ever heard this song. Who are those guys? Mob Deep. Some of the most violent hip hoppers. Really? They Rapper. look violent. They look like somebody. Like if I bumped into them, like oh fuck. <laughs> There's, vid- there's, videos, there's YouTube videos of the fights at their concerts that really? they initiated. Those are probably the guys that shot him. <laughs> but uh, Tupac hated them. This is a guy could beat. Yeah, I'm not a fan of 50 Cent. Was he on Dre? Does Dre have a label? Uh, Aftermath I don't know if he still has it But he just made the beat For this one song Yeah I don't Actually I don't think He was on Dre's label I think it was yeah. only On Eminem's I could see people Dancing to this in the club Like in a hot minute Yeah 50 Cent Not a fan But I like the song Mainly because of Dr. Dre beat I'm trying to think Of other I'm now trying to think of other songs that I'm like I'm not really a fan of, but I like. Uh, Excuse me. I know there was one the other day. Okay, look, like this song here. And it's, I don't know what it is about this song. 
because I'm not really like a country, like what I consider pop country music, but I just, yeah. I don't know what it is. I just this like this Andy Rogers. No way, dude. That's like Americana. Dude, I love that song. Or maybe because it just sounds like old country music. Why do your videos just play and mine have to go through like nine commercials? I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. I've never seen this video. Usually I just play the song. Is this Cotton Eye Joe? I don't know who drinks liquor out of mason jars anymore either. And they play this like in every bar. Exactly. Who is this? They're called Midland. Oh. It's called Drinking Problem. Uh, I don't know why people are, I don't know why, why anybody has. <laughs> I don't even know how or why anybody has. The, an inclination to want to dress like it's the 70s again. I just don't get it. But this is like, you know, this is like, a, I think it's because it's kind of like a classic country, you know, like Neon right. Moon, stuff like that. It's in that vein. Like, it just, it's just a classic. Sooner or later, it's like, that's just a classic. Classic crying on the dance floor music. Uh, all right. So this next one is someone I hate to. I, I hate a lot of things, y'all. <laughs> I refuse to um, acknowledge Enya. But I, I one day when this album came out um, a couple of years ago, I don't know why I got stuck watching a, an interview with this person, and she did a ver- she did an, uh, this she performed this song, and I was like. Well, I wish she, I wish they made songs like that instead of all the rest of their crap. But this is it. She has an amazing voice. Okay, I think the opposite. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not even on this song? Or you just like the way the song sounds? I like the tones in the chorus. Well, she's not, it doesn't sound like she's singing her best on this song. She's singing to her aunt, I believe. Right, that's the whole record. That's why it's called Joanne. You think that she did this because she was in that movie? She wrote it for her aunt who had died. I know, but this style of music, you think she was influenced because oh, she was in that know. movie Star is Born? But I was like, man, that's a good song. And she's singing to, I read the lyrics, so she's singing to her aunt that got taken away. Well, she, she died of cancer, right? She kind of sings that the angels came and took her aunt away. And she wants her back. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've never heard her sing this way before. Well, I, I like this song, and I was like, man, I wish she made more shit like this. It's like a like a classic singer songwriter song. Yeah, I mean, I I thought it was good. Yeah, for some reason, her voice her voice is not as good on that song, but I, yeah, but <laughs> it's a but yeah, the melody uh, is good. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I can't. Let me see. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, uh, that was Lady Gaga. Okay, I, uh, if none of y'all figured that out. Let's see here. So these guys are from England, and they think they're the cat's pajamas. The cat's um, what? The cat's pajamas. Oh, pajamas. I heard something else. Um, it, it, these are some guys, like, to this day, I'm like, I don't understand, like, why anybody wants to have any of their fucking opinion, because they have two good songs. I mean, they have two good records. I mean, I will give them that. Oasis? Yeah, and they were always more popular here. You don't than, like Oasis? I mean, Love not voices. really. No, no. I'm, I'm blurred all day long, dude. <sighs> Blur AF. Um, you know, the, it was... They're almost like Henry Rollins says. They're almost like that fuck yeah guy got a guitar. Because in England, I mean, when they came out, forget it. Everybody thought they were like the saviors of music. Gross. Gross England. But their first two records... Are really amazing. After that, it was like they just imploded. But yeah, you, in the news over there, like everyone's like, like, oh, crazy things. Liam Gallagher says, like, why do you give a shit what this guy says about anything? Because England's a small, a small country that is run by its writers, its critics. It's run by the press. But only the smart people like David Albert don't say shit. Right. Yeah, this this is on the first record. It's called Some Might Say, um, but yeah, they're a bunch of they're both of them, dude. Like, <laughs> both of them. It's like, why why does anybody want to hear anything they have to say? Um, they've basically <laughs> fired all. I the, don't even understand how people all, understand what they all say, the guys <laughs> that were in their original on the original lineup. They fired all of them. Right. Uh, they constantly talk about them like as if they were one of the they're one of the greatest bands in England. That. The, I mean, there were those artists that came out, like in the in the two mid, the late '90s, early 2000s, that they were just assholes, 
and that was their thing, that they were assholes. They would talk about everybody and anybody. Well, they, and like, they were like that. Like Noel Gallagher, to him, he's like, oh, everybody's just riding off the coattails of my band. Like everybody knows we're the greatest band. <laughs> but I mean, like the Marilyn Manson, uh, Jarvis Cocker. What do you mean? They were just assholes. They just talked about Jarvis everything. Cocker? Yes. No. They, yeah, he did the Michael Jackson thing. Well, I mean, he wasn't doing that to be an asshole. He was drunk. There's a difference. That's kind of an asshole. You need to watch a Pope documentary. Okay, so this is the one. You knew it was coming. Uh, I don't know. The one band that everyone knows I hate. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yep. I swear to God, if you play Under the Bridge, I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> Hold on, let me change it. <laughs> this is a good song. This is a good song. This is on Blood Sex something something. Blood Sex Sugar, Sugar Magic. Magic. I think you don't like them because they're like funk. Oh, but I like funk bands. Yeah, but they're not really funk. I like Fishbone. <laughs> I like Infectious Grooves. Jeez, I haven't heard that name in a long time, Infectious Grooves. Also, I also forgot he's dressed like Bjork in this video. Because <laughs> he's also... He's also technically not singing. He's almost like screaming. It's almost like he's rap singing. Is that the chick from The Mummy? Rachel Vice? Anaksunamu? No. Um. Also, this is one of the rare videos that had the guitar player that didn't last long. Who? I can't remember what his name was. After John Fruciani? Fruciani? Yeah. Oh, that that guy looked like Indian looking guy? Yeah, he's got a a name like that. This is a very popular record. There's a lot of singles off this record. That guy in the middle is a guitar player. You didn't like Californication? No. I used to play that nonstop when we were at Borders. So, yeah. But yeah, every once in a while, it's like, oh, that's not too bad of a song. Bam, bam, bam. I'm trying to think. I got two more, Mark. So how, this is the... So I did... I did... Demaroon 5. I did Justin Bieber. And I did... Um, Oasis. And Oasis. Midland. I did four. So this would be your fifth one. You can do two more if you want. Now I'm trying no, to think I've of done five. I'm trying. You did five. Yeah. So then this one. So, so this is my fifth one. Fifty Cent, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So this will be Gaga. my fifth one. Let me see. 
I'm trying to think. Okay, I'll say this. Uh, I guess I'm trying to say, I'm trying to think of how what kind of song this is because it's, because it's like I guess because I think I consider it Tejano and I'm not really a fan of Tejano music. Well, no, it's not really a Tejano music. It's not really a Tejano song. No, I'm not gonna go with that one. You could play Gary Hobbs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Green eyes, Culturas. I can't. I don't know. You go next. Time. Go. Go ahead and go again <sighs> because I can't think of anything else right now. Um. Okay. This one, I'm just not a fan of this band. I think they're San Antonio just needs to chill out with their fandom. <laughs> but I really do love this song. Whoops. Typed the wrong name. Hold on. San Antonio ACDC. Nah. Maybe, maybe not Metallica. this band in particular, but the, the. Uh, oh, I got my last one after this. Okay. The uh, the group that the singer came from. Okay. Very cryptic. Very cryptic. There is such a thing as a living evil. Oh, I guess someone made a video. Is that Glenn Danzig? What, Sam Hain? No, the Misfits. This isn't Sam Hain, though. This is Danzig. Oh, the Misfits. Was this on that? Was this on the soundtrack of that? No, I think someone just made a video. <laughs> I can't even describe his voice. It's almost like a croon. It's Jim Morrison. It's like a croon, right? <laughs> My buddy used to say that. Huh? Elvis, uh, Jim Morrison was Elvis Presley incarnate. <laughs> and Danzig was Jim Morrison incarnate. Have you heard the tea party? Have I ever played you the tea party? Mark, yes. That guy is like that that guy is like if Jim Morrison sang for Led Zeppelin. Alright, I gotta take a I gotta rock a piss for my last one. Word. Alright, we're back. So this is my last one. Five. Somebody (laughs) Somebody had this on a single. A CD single. Yeah, it was on the B side. And uh, they put it on, I was like, damn, that sounds pretty good. And there's people who fucking love this band. Yeah, they're called San Antonians. There was a don't they? Somebody there was a I don't forget what they were called, but they were at the amp room. They were like a tribute band. I think they were there like yesterday. Uh-huh. And they put it on their <laughs> they put it on their Insta, and it just sounded like the guy was just screaming at the top of his lungs. I was like, how does anybody even understand what this guy's saying? Like, literally, you know, it's, it's a stage show at the stage, and the guy's just, like, screaming. And it looks like the people in the, the, people in the audience were just, like, drunk. 
There's just one girl just uh, like barely rocking her head back and forth. So this is the Deftones. So yeah, this is Deftones from Sacktown. I don't know. This is this is like a genre of music. Like I feel like it passed me by. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, and it's because there are some of my. There are some people that like are our age that I'm friends with that. That are, are age, like really like them. I'm like, I don't know where where, where I was at when y'all got into this I, music. The only way I know him is uh, there was this kid that always used to come into the record store in Lincoln Heights, and he every day he would come in like, "Do you have any Deftones promo posters or anything?" Because <laughs> one time I told him, I was like, "I don't have any deals, but if I get them, you can have them." Yeah, like we, but they don't understand. But people wouldn't understand yeah. too. It's like we don't just—they don't just randomly like, send like, shit. There's no like back in the day. There's no album out, so they're not right. Promotional they're only materials. gonna promote shit. They're only gonna send us promotional material when, when they have something to promote. Yeah. <laughs> so he would come in every day. Like, did you get any Deftones? And I was like, No, dude. They don't. They don't and promote things. Then he ended up eternally immemorial. <laughs> he ended up working at Hogwild. <laughs> and uh, you might as well ask me for a promotion for the first Beatles record. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, that's uh, that's my last one, the Beatles. I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I'm more of a Stones person. But I do love this Beatles song. Uh, Little Caesars now has the pepperoni and cheese. Is it, uh, why, don't, is it why don't we do it in the road? <laughs> is it, um, you know my name, look at the number? You know my name. There it is. Oh, classic. Oh, this is a good one. This is on the Magic Mystery Tour. Which was the one of the first things that they did that bombed? Not the record, but the the, I'd, the movie. I love this one. That one part where it goes, "Hey, love, you say goodbye." Oh, that's a good part. Like I was, that was a weird, that was a weird songwriting thing to put in there. People say like. Paul McCartney is one of the few people, like, people always say that. Even George Harrison would be like, he goes, I don't know where the hell he would get these melodies. He's like, you just pull these melodies out of his ass. He's like, I don't know where I got, he would like, get all these melodies. What they're singing in the background. I'm all, who, <laughs> who Beatles, decided man. that that worked? The Beatles. Like, sometimes, uh, like, after this part right here, that's where Paul McCartney does that thing. Man, just like on Hey Jude, all that stuff you would do at the end of Hey Jude is nuts. So yeah, that's that was like the best part. That was my last one, but I don't like what I don't like the last half of the song when it turns into that other song. Where it goes, hey, la, hey la. um, dude, it's like so, oh, one of the good, one of the best parts. We read High Fidelity for um. You say for a book club, and um, one of the, the book, the movie I love because they play good. But the the book has got a lot of 
he's an older British guy. He's like older than us. So it's a lot of old like soul music and stuff like that. Right. But um, one of the best parts in the book, he he's when he's sad, he goes, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to put I'm going to put on some Beatles because that makes me happy. And that always makes me happy. And I don't have to worry about anything. And that's, I think that's what the Beatles are to me, too. Like there's just it's just good it's just happy Not good me. music to me <laughs> that I love. No, I'm just like they, it always makes the world right for me. That I think I think it's cool to hate the Beatles. Um, I I mean not for me, but just I think that's a thing that people think like it's cool to hate what's popular, which is probably what people say about me and Nirvana and REM. And well, whatever. I think that I think that was a but, direct. I think that's why the Rolling Stones were a direct. I think so. I think that's why later on the Stones became. A direct up, they they became more of an opposite. Like they wanted to become more of an opposite of the Beatles because the Beatles were nice and the Beatles were well, nice and shiny and new. But what people don't understand, these people from these guys were from Liverpool. John John Lennon will be for the beat the shit out of you. Um, no, well, I mean, a lot of people say like "fuck them too." They didn't mean anything to me, but I think everything is can be directly influenced or traced back to them. A lot of stuff. There's very few genres which I don't think can be traced to them, like maybe techno and um, like d- noise and shit like that, and hip- maybe some hip hop. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they influence people who influence other people who influence other people. Well, it's I think I like think one that. of the main things. I mean, even if you don't sound like anything like the Beatles, I think one of the main things is like it was like one of the biggest revelations where people don't understand. Like it's so given now, people don't understand. It's like they played their own instruments and they sang at the same time. Before that, nobody fucking did that, except for like maybe jazz musicians, but they didn't sing. You know, people always say like if, if the Beatles hadn't shown up, we'd be listening to people like fucking. We'd be listening to like Frankie Valli and fucking. There's anything wrong with Dion? Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean they changed everything. I don't know. I, to me, they're just. They're perfect, and they can. They so, just they make me happy, and they always make me happy. When you told me to make that list of songs of people I did, <clears throat> of songs I like from people I didn't care for, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about. Um, I noticed you were watching more movies, not really documentaries at that time. Okay. <laughs> and I was watching documentaries, which is a total flip for us. Yeah, I watch a lot of documentaries. But I saw this documentary on. Um, I, I don't know what you call it. Like, I guess the journey of uh, Charles Manson's grandson to go get his body to bury his his grandfather. Did you see that? No, was that good? So it was on reels, or uh, yeah, on reels on cable. Um, it was so weird and interesting at the same time. And so his his grandson. I'm name, surprised he has relatives like that. Like who? Like who was his mother? Or so father? he has a. Well, Charles Manson used to have orgies, apparently. Okay. Um, so, what's his name? As you do. I forget what his son's name was, or his grandson's name. Well, um, anyways, Charles Manson died. The documentary is talking to, what is his name? Jason Freeman. Okay. Jason Freeman is Charles Manson's grandson. Um, and he's, you meet him, and he doesn't look like evil right. or what he's you would think. Person. Like Charles Manson's group family member would look like he just looks like an average blue collar dude looks nice um with he's got his uh his wife and a couple kids but they only show him and his wife and he's just talking to the camera just like you know at the end of the day i know what he did 
I never met the guy. And that's that's what kind of threw me. Is he says, I never met the guy, but I I just want to bury my grandfather. Right. They were still, like, he has no other family. family. Because the way you anybody would bury their grandparent, you know, that's it. So then the, the thing starts off, and they go and talk to the coroner. And apparently, when Charles Manson died, he they didn't put him in a freezer. They put him, like, in a refrigerator. <laughs> okay, so, so they just like, kept him cool, not frozen. Yeah, so they were like, have you ever... Something that was meant to be frozen, have you just put it in the fridge? Oh, and what gross. happens to it? And they're like, that's what happened to his body. So, so why did they do that? I don't know. They never said why. But the coroner, or the, uh, not the coroner, the embalmer, I guess. The mortician? Mortician, yeah. He's just like telling the camera like what's wrong and everything. And so uh, then the, that kid, that guy, Jason Freeman... He has to go through, um, actually, le- like, be legitimized as his grandson. Because apparently there's a ton of people out there who claim to be Charles Manson's right. family. Um, Charles Manson had, there were three, there's an actual son who committed suicide uh, because he tried to get away from Charles Manson's shadow. And it's just like he couldn't, he couldn't. Like as soon as people escape, somebody it knew. just weighed like, on yeah. him too heavily. He ended up killing himself. Well, that's the father of this guy, Jason ah. Freeman. So they talked to the, the mom, and the mom was like, you know, when I first met him, he did tell me right off the bat that he was Charles Manson's uh, son. And she's like, he was nice, but it just it weighed too heavily on him. Uh, and then they, he got, they got divorced, and she tried to keep everything away from her grandson, her son, Charles Manson's grandson. Um, but then he ended up finding out about it. Uh, then there's another guy who says that he was a product of an orgy that Charles Manson had. Mm-hmm. They did a blood test. There's nothing linking him to Charles Manson. So he <laughs> got disqualified. There's another guy who they say he is Charles Manson's son, but he wouldn't come forward to do the blood work. And apparently, like maybe there are some other people, but they don't want to. They don't even want to mess right. with that or like, get involved with that. I don't want to even understand with that nonsense. So this guy, like he goes, he put, you know, he finally gets legitimized as the grandson, the or grandson. relative. Um, well, then he starts getting in, people start getting in contact with him, like the crazies. The Charles Manson followers that big ones. Is, can you give me his goal? <laughs> I'm not that bad, but they just there. It's what you what you imagine. Like they want to come to the funeral. Yes, they all want to come to the funeral. That's crazy. So, um, and one one of them has been with Charles Manson since before he was in jail, and then the rest are just like probably kids that were trying to be rebellious, and then they just got they couldn't snap out of it and went too far with it. And so, like, um, there's one who shows up, and they end up having they end up having the funeral. It looks like the break room at the funeral home because there's like cabinets and a sink and a toaster no, and kitchen, a microwave oven, kitchen, yeah. and that's they just have him like there, and this guy shows up. Oh, they have the body in the break room. Yeah, that's where they have the funeral. Why did they have it in the break room? It's not in the break room. I don't know what it is, but it looks like the break room. Like where the, the body's right here. And it's then like where we're used to, where it's like a, almost like a chapel. Yeah, to the left is like kitchen cabinets, like wooden cabinets. And then, and then a microwave and a, a sink. <laughs> you know. So they have it there, and this one guy shows up, and he's probably about our age. And he cannot stop crying. He is like crying over and over at the... At the uh, the actual coffin and the coffin's open 
and then he kisses Charles Manson on his face. Wow. And and the, the wife is talking to the camera. You know, the, they're doing like the personal interviews and everything. And the wife the is grandson's like, wife? Yeah. She's just like, I wanted that guy gone. He was so weird and blah, blah, blah. And then some other dude shows up all Marilyn Manson style, but he's old. And um, he's just like, I'm going to miss you, brother. I'm going to miss you so See, much. See, this is why I like documentaries, because real life shit, there's no way, and, like, you can't make this shit up. Well, then they have this guy that's known him since before jail, and his name's like, like, Graven Wolf or something like that. <laughs> but it, he looks so fucking old, like, non-threatening, like, just push him over and he'll die. <laughs> like, that's what he looks like. So they have the funeral, and... Like, they they put this these crazy flags. One of them wants to put some feather, and they show him doing like a some. He's like waving it in the air, like he's doing some some shaman thing, and then he puts <laughs> it in the coffin. Um, and they cover his they cover his. And why why do you think he? Why do you think the grandson even he? You know what? Let okay. this any of this happen? He that's what I don't understand because he's just like he's even like they're fucking you know they're kind of crazy. And then as it goes on, he ends up being, like, friendly with them. And, I mean, they're being nice to him. Maybe it's a way for him to almost, like, know his grandfather. He, they're being nice to him. They're not being mean or anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe that's, he's like, well, maybe by being around these weirdos, maybe he can understand why his grandfather would. Well, then they, then, remember I told you that he said he hadn't met his, ever met his grandfather. He didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. Well, then they start talking to a friend of his on, you know, an interview. And his friend was like, yeah, I remember one time Jason, like, he had me in his garage and we were, he and I were doing some stuff and Charlie called him. And he's like, he just put Charlie on speakerphone and I got to hear him. And they play the recording and I was like, well, I thought he never met him. Uh, <laughs> but it's, dude, it's so fucking weird. And then at the end of the funeral service, they all carry the casket and push it into an oven to get creamy. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I've, I've never seen that. That's what I'm telling you. That's the that's the beauty of documentaries. <laughs> but it was you cannot make this shit up. It was so weird, but also interesting. Like you couldn't turn it off. Real people are more interesting than anything that anybody could ever make up. But some of the documentaries, those they're they're obviously planned and written in because they know they know the 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 more outrageous and wild it is. Like there's some documentaries where you're like that. That's not true. That can't be true. That's why I like that one. That one documentary, American movie about that guy, Mark Borchardt. <sighs> he's just. It's like, he's just. He's like he lives with his mom. He has like four kids, and he's having all these meetings. Like he's gonna make a, a motion, <laughs> like a make a movie. And it shows like the first movie. There's like eight. There's like all these people. They're like oh, and he goes third meeting. There's only two people there. You know, he's like, what is he calling? He goes like, he goes, here I am trying to make a major potion picture. He goes, I don't even have gas. I have to borrow gas money from my mom tomorrow. So let me show you. This what is, was that movie called? I don't remember. It's on Reels. R-E-E-L-Z, the channel Reels. Uh, this is his grandson. I've already cut the cord. Whoa. So but, did he talk about it all, like how he grew up or where he grew up? Yeah, he, uh, they talked to his mom. And then even his, his wife, she talks about when they met. When they first met, and she was like, probably on our second date, he was just like, you just, I need to tell you something, I'm Charles Manson's grandson. <laughs> and she told her mom, and her mom was like, uh, don't bring that up to your father. But see, like, this is the guy 
this is the guy that was crying at the funeral. They look, exa- they look exactly the same. Are they hanging out now? Uh, let me type it in. I'm trying to find it. It's, oh, Charles Manson, The Funeral. With Jason Freeman. Reels Channel. Charles Manson, The Funeral. Yeah, it's... Goes inside the journey of Charles Manson's grandson, Jason Freeman, who fought to control the notorious cult leader's body. Um, yeah, just, just the, the funeral alone is like worth the viewing of that documentary. I'm going to watch this. What does this say over here? What does it say? It's on, it's on reels of anybody. I know. It's it's on, I don't know what it's doing here. I'm trying to get out of it. It says, um, Jason Freeman, who fought control, notorious cult leader's body and funeral. What unfolds confounds Freeman as he wrestles with the duty of caring for a deceased relative right. who also happens to be one of the world's most vile criminals. Years before, Charles Manson became the cult leader. Okay. Eh. They, that, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's how I should have said it. He is, when you're asking like, why he let him come or whatever, he just wants to bury his grandfather. And he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. And they're being nice to him, so he lets them come and do their weird shit. And then on top of that, I forgot to tell you, he asks his pastor from his church. Oh, to like preside to over To do it. it, to do the funeral service. And they, the, the followers are like flipping out. And one of them is like, it took everything in my body to not go up there and kill that pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, if I heard somebody say that, I'd be like, uh, you probably don't want to say that on a, mo- on a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the one that 